Welcome to the Mike Davis Show. It's November 15th, and it's St. Augustine this evening. So we've got a great guest for you tonight, a longtime friend of mine. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm a friend of hers, but she's been a longtime friend of mine. And Amanda's here with us today, but we have a broken camera, so you cannot see hey, how great Amanda looks Hi, today. Everybody. She looks amazing today. Yes. As she says, all right, opening their doors in 2008, Brightway Insurance, the Casey Agency, has proudly stood by their customers through hurricanes, major floods, hail, and fires. Through these events, the agency has become a much-needed insurance resource in times of trouble and hardship. Honesty and integrity are the pillars of their core values, says owner Ashley Casey, and they pride themselves on being insurance experts while developing strategies that help their clients meet their insurance needs. And they truly enjoy the relationship that they forged here in St. Augustine. Great folks. They insure this show, Brightway Insurance, the Ashley Casey Agency. And SolarStick, established in 2006, SolarStick is a local portable power company proudly committed to American manufacturing, constant innovation, and creating jobs right here in St. Augustine, Florida. SolarStick's focus on providing solutions for self-sufficiency helps users all over the world complete missions and save lives. SolarStick, changing lives, saving lives, and reviving American manufacturing right here in the nation's oldest city. Kathy, welcome back. Thank you. You used to be our Oscar reporter yes. back in the early days of Uncommon Ground with Mike and Troy. Very early. You yes. would let me come on and talk about the Academy Awards, and I would bring a um, a kind of shortened up version of the um, ballot, and you and Troy would take turns voting and see who got the most right. I would call in on Monday and give you the the results, and we would talk about movies and it was the only time all year you would uh, have me on, and the only time all year you would talk about something like Hollywood. Hollywood, we did. It was the only time. Well, in a, in a nice way. In a nice <laughs> in way. A nice way. Yes. And for the record, for those that want to know, Kathy and Troy were the only ones that ever won. I believe you won most of the time. I did. Troy might have gotten a tie in there one time. One year he tied me. Yeah. Yep. I, yep. I never won. I was always in last place. But you didn't take it as seriously as Troy and I did. You guys were really serious about it. I was trying to pick for the fun of it. You were. And I really enjoyed You were making picks. a mockery of it. Is yes. What you were going. Mockery. Yeah, a mockery. <laughs> it sounds like me with election predictions. <laughs> yes. yeah, well, uh, last night, Amanda just picked all the wild, the, the wild cards, the ones that you're just like, uh, this person has only been in the race for three days and I'm picking them. Yes. And it's like, Amanda. Yes. <laughs> Did you hear that laugh? That's how much she enjoyed it. <laughs> Barbara Jean, good evening. And Amanda will not be on. Uh, there's a, a glitch that someone took our camera. Yes. The camera is not here. It will probably be back for the morning show, but it is not here today. So. Unfortunately, no. <laughs> All right. Um, so you have done a lot of things in your life besides mm -hmm. being the Oscar reporter for Uncommon Ground, yes. which I think is your most notable and highly achievable event and thing that you've done. But tell us about some of the other lower things that don't matter as much. <laughs> that you've done. Besides being uh, your um, your sister uh, from yes. another mister. So, yes. Um, Gosh, well, right now I had the pleasure of working with mm -hmm. your company and with social media and seeing all the great things you all are doing. Speaking of Solar Stick, one of the best 
I mean, buildings you guys have ever built. I mean, the compliments, it's just a stunning Thank you. building and, uh, and solar stick. They're great people, local people who take care of They're the awesome. locals They're and, right there um, on the back. Thank and you. so, uh, so I do help you out with social media yeah. and, uh, with some of your marketing and things like that. And that's been a great joy. I've been doing that since about 2003. Uh, so I do some social media work, but um, most of the time right now, what I'm doing uh, after 35 years of PR mm-hmm. um, and a lifelong resident here in St. Augustine is I'm teaching at uh, Flagler College and at St. John's River. And I teach the class everybody has to take and nobody wants to take. And that's public speaking. And uh, I really enjoy being with the students. I've been teaching for a long time and just enjoy being at the colleges. We have great schools here. I mean, mm-hmm. really great schools here. And, uh, but this summer, while I was off from my teaching gig, you know, sometimes Acting as teachers, called. yes. Acting called. This is yes. where <laughs> Kathy is now going to be up for an Oscar. A friend of mine owns uh, Tour St. Augustine, which is the city's longest running receptive tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have, um, did the very first ghost tours here in St. Augustine. And uh, they also do food tours and lots of other tours. We're going to talk about that today. But, you know, I was looking for something to do. And so mm-hmm. I called him up and said, do you need any guides? And lo and behold, all of a sudden I was a ghost tour guide. So I do ghost tours now a few times a week. I love it. Uh, I love showing people around. I love uh, getting to meet all the people that come here. The company is great. Uh, the people that are the tour guides there really love what they mm-hmm. do and they care about what they do. And I don't know if you know, uh, even though you've been here a long time, that uh, to be a tour guide here in St. Augustine, you actually have to have a license from the city of St. Augustine. You have to pass a test and then get a permit or a license to, in order to be a tour guide here in St. Augustine. How hard is the test? It is hard. I mean, I was born and raised here yes. and I worked in tourism. I was uh, worked for the Visitors Convention Bureau for seven years and, uh, and it's a hard test. I think there's some trick questions, but yeah, it's a hard test. So you really have to study. They give you a study guide. So you can't just go, I'm a local. I think I know this and walk in and pass the test. No, no. It's a serious written test. Can you get us a copy of the test? I can't give you a copy of the test. I do have a copy of the um, of the who, study guide, who admi- but you have to purchase the study guide from the city. Who administers the test? The city, the city of St. Augustine. Oh, I've got to make a phone call. I, I'm looking at a really fun, uncommon ground reunion with Pete and Mike and Troy and Amanda and maybe even Davey mm-hmm. trying to pass this test. Yes. I, <laughs> I've I've helped people study for this test um, years and years ago. Yeah. It's a serious test. It's a serious test. And so all of our, all of Tour St. Augustine's guides are licensed. Okay. Um, And so if you are ever out with a guide or you see a guide and they are not wearing their license, because we all wear our license at all times, um, then then they are not official. All of our guides at Tour St. Augustine are official. I even want an old test. I'll take a test they don't give out anymore that they gave away. Just, I... (laughs) A test with Davey and Pete and Troy um, and me, somebody else can administer it. Amanda, you can administer it if you want to. Would be hilarious to see how that goes. There's questions about Abbott Track, and you know about Abbott Track. I know a little bit about Abbott Track. You used to I live in Abbott Track. I lived in the Abbott Track. Yeah. I did. Yes. Went by the Abbott Mansion all the time on the way to play basketball yep. in front of the old Barnacle Bills. Yes. Yes, so there's questions about the Abbott track. It's like I said, it's a it's a real deal test. You Even have to know when your there history. was still a train down there, 
Oh, really? Oh, look, see? Yeah. Yeah, Cordova had a train. Cordova Street had a train when Cordova ran originally where it was. Were there tracks? Uh, No, it was just a little train. It was set up and it had a little car behind it and had a fence that you weren't supposed to jump. But obviously, but as a that kid, didn't the, fence, stop you. the fence was just simply put there to tell you you have to work a little harder to get yeah, to the it train. It was a suggestion. It was, yeah, it was a guideline. <laughs> it wasn't really a rule. Even though they had a sign that said, don't jump the fence, we just figured they added that as one more incentive to make us jump the fence. Well, you know, I've been working with Tour St. Augustine from a public relations perspective, mm-hmm. promoting the destination for a long time. And, mm-hmm. um, and they were, you know, really... Gracious enough to let me be a tour guide for them for the summer. I just intended to kind of do it for the summer, but now I, I loved it so much that I uh, continue doing it. And I especially wanted to talk to you today yeah. because there's so many free tours for local residents here mm-hmm. in St. John's County. You can be a, a, a tourist in your own backyard or just go out and enjoy a nice evening or afternoon, yep. learn a little bit and have some fun. And uh, just people don't know about the free tours that are available to them. And I wanted to share that with your with your audience. So. Well, and we want to hear that. But I just for the record, if Troy Blevins had been here and I mentioned that we used to jump the fence to get on the train, <laughs> Troy would have simply related into land how they stole a train. So I just want to put it out there that had Troy been in the room, we would have heard a story about he and his friends in school stealing a train and returning it. So okay. borrowing okay. it. Yes. Okay. I just want to get that on the record. I've been around Troy long enough to know that whatever story you tell. He's got a one-up you or he's he's got a a a worse version of it or, you know, an X-rated version of it or something like that. So When some of the Barbara Jean says Troy would definitely have an edge on the test. So I'm like, maybe we should get our listeners involved in this test and they pick who they think is going to win. We pick a charity we're going to give money to. Yesterday, you guys had Jimmy Jam on, Amanda. Maybe we do a charity uh, kind of a fundraiser for Jimmy Jam. That'd be great. Well, you yeah. know, we could put together our own test because the city's not going to let you have the official test. I know but people. we could put together our I own test. I know people. I'm making a call tomorrow. Test. So, um, if yeah. you don't want the test going out, they're certainly not no. going to give it to you to be on the podcast. No, no, no. No, no, no. one watches this show. We'll be fine. No, It'll be okay. No. Troy and Pete say no one watches, so it should be fine to do it on this show. Yep. Yep. We could do great. some true and false and some multiple. We'll but skip the essay questions. We, we don't, don't want any essay questions. We don't want an essay, but I think yeah. there's got to be an old test that they have, right? They can't still be given the same test. If you give me the study guide, I can make a test. Ooh, man. Now I'm. Now we're really, she homeschools. Do you know how trouble, much trouble we are in right now? You know, I have a better idea. If you come along on one of our historic walking yes. tours. Uh-huh. Then you can uh, come up with a test from all the different facts you learn and stories you learn uh, from our, one of our historic walking tours. I, I think I'm going to do that instead of study the study guide. Yeah, why, I'm going to go on the tour walk with you yeah. with Bourbon, and then I'm going to be fine. There I never go. forget anything when Bourbon is involved. We have a creepy crawl haunted pub crawl. So, uh, yeah, so that's good. a fun one. And we've had a lot of uh, family and friends that have come to town and have, have done these tours, and they love these tours. They think they're awesome. Um, and I, I, you know, we go through town at night. Sometimes you see that. And it's just, it's really neat to see people in the downtown. Cause when we were kids growing up, they rolled up the streets at dark. Before like tw- dark. But 20 minutes after dark, the streets were rolled up yes. and you had to be home at dinner or something. Yes. And the quality of the tours way back then, if there even were tours, mm-hmm. you know, back in the 70s and 80s. Yeah. Most not people like were in now. jorts. They, they weren't in costume. Oh, and let's face it. We would, uh. <laughs> We would give the tourists here a little bit of a trouble, a little bit of trouble when we were kids. So, you know, 
Allegedly. Allegedly. We were just saying nice I things did. to them. Yeah. Now I funny. now I entertain them. Now you go, so oh my gosh, here comes a kid. Or what are they gonna say to me? <laughs> I hope they're not a younger version of me. Yes, yes. Uh, well we didn't have a lot of that stuff. You did I mean there weren't a lot of tours like that. The ghost tour things have popped up in the last twenty years. Mm-hmm. Obviously they're very, very popular with all of the ghost shows that we're on and right. And you know, you asked before the show that I that I have a story. So I don't really have a story. We've worked. I have. Well, I do have one at the college. I'll tell later. But um, I've watched some of those paranormal shows. Yeah. I've always thought they're like, eh, eh. The one at the lighthouse. That I'm sorry. That, that was, was real. That's real. <laughs> that was real. That was real. That was a hundred percent real. And I saw that, and I thought about how many times I've been up and down those stairs. Yep. And the hair on the back of my neck is. Right now, yes. my skin is crawling, and yes, I watched that one. That I was when Taps did it. Yeah, the one Taps did. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. it, it was. That was uh, spooky, creepy. Um, I felt like Doctor Vinkman should have been called to solve this. Yes, yeah, that but, was for real. I, I've seen that one, and you can see it on YouTube too. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not the Dr. Vinkman from Ghostbusters 1, no. the Dr. Vinkman from Ghostbusters 2, which Pete <laughs> likes better. So we should have brought that. Ghostbusters. There's yes. a new <laughs> Ghostbusters, another Ghostbusters <laughs> no. coming out. I saw the trailer the other day. Uh, did you see the one with Paul Rudd? Yes. Did it win an Oscar? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I don't I think Paul Rudd's ever won an Oscar or been in a film that like was nominated for oh, an Oscar. For Ant-Man, so. he was great. Well, I didn't see that one. But he was good in Ant-Man. I have to say. Is that a Marvel awesome. or a DC? It was a Marvel movie. Okay. The Paul Rudd Ghostbusters is getting a sequel. They just released the trailer. Yes. Dan Aykroyd's in the trailer. Mm-hmm. And I think Bill Murray's in the trailer too. I think so. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they sure just released the, the trailer. It looks pretty, pretty cool. So. I may have to go watch the other one. You know, there was a, a neighbor of mine that had one of those giant Stay Puft Marshmallow Men up for Halloween on top of their house, the big blow-up ones. <laughs> and I and I asked some of the kids in the neighborhood when they were hot, trick-or-treating if they knew what that was. Mm-hmm. They did not know what the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man was. So. These kids today. I know. Well, and that's one of the, there's, there's scenes in movies that you see, you can only see it once and it really hits you, right? It's like the end of The Sting and, and the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Yes. It's like you get, you're like, Oh, that's so great. I mean, because the fear in everybody's eyes. No, no. What did you What is it going to be? What is it going to be? Yes. Stay Puft Marshmallow. has been chosen. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It was so good. It was really, really good. So how many different tours are you doing? Well, right now, I'm just, I just do the ghost tours. Okay. Uh, But after the first year, hopefully I'm going to be picking up some history tours and things like that. Uh, But if you wouldn't mind, I I have a list here. I had to actually print a list because there's so many tours Mm -hmm. we do. Uh, tour St. Augustine does, and uh, and they started their ghost tours back in 1994. So before mm-hmm. even the Taps people were out there doing it, um, and then share. Well, maybe then we'll share some ghost stories. I've got a few, especially since I started doing the ghost tours myself. I've had some experiences that um, that have uh, definitely made me a believer if I wasn't already. So. Amanda, make a note. Uh, yeah. Next October 30th, Kathy's coming back in. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's so I'll bring you pictures. You, can, you know, I'll bring you pictures you can post on your um, you have pictures? Facebook. I have one picture with me, but, um, but yeah, yeah. I'll bring you some pictures. Yeah. So. I, I actually have thought of another one. As you mentioned, you said pictures and it jogged my, another ghost memory. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. But let me tell you, um, first of all, there's um, Three main tours that we offer year-round in terms mm-hmm. of ghost tours. We offer the Ghostly Experience. Now, this is a family-friendly tour. It's a walking tour. It's about um, about 90 minutes. 
There's no jump scares or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love having kids on this tour, especially between the ages of about seven and 12, because everywhere we go, they have, you know, they see things, they have mm-hmm. experience. I feel like a little Pied Piper. They get really into it. Um, it's a lot of fun. And uh, that one, the Ghostly Experience Tour, is available for free to St. Augustine residents on um, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday nights. So that's completely free to St. John's County residents. You mm-hmm. just have to show your ID. Your ID. Um, I know Amanda's posting the uh, phone number and the mm-hmm. website address where you can call. She's and actually got the whole uh, tours up on the screen. So, yes. Yeah. Yes. So you can see that. Uh, so that one is free on Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday nights. It's a walking tour. And then on Wednesday and Thursday nights, uh, Tour St. Augustine's Paranormal Investigation of the Castillo Grounds. That one's free. And Tour St. Augustine provides all of the equipment, all of the ghost hunting equipment and everything. So you don't have to bring your own. We provide it for you. And so that one's free. And starting uh, this weekend. Do they have the battery packs? No, we don't provide. Those are weapons. We can't we do can't, that. You're not we allowed need, to no, do No, no. Don't do that. Pete's and not then, going now because he can't wear the <laughs> Ghostbuster battery pack. And uh, so those ones are free. And so basically Sunday through Thursday nights, you can have a free ghost tour with Tour St. Augustine. Huh. And then starting um, this weekend after Light Up Night, which is this weekend, yep. uh, the Tour St. Augustine is going to start doing some um, free tours. They're going to be 630 on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday and Sunday. And they are going to be basically holiday nights of lights historic walking tours Mm -hmm. so they're going to share some history along with some saint augustine holiday facts and those are free to st john's county residents actually free to the general public uh, 6 30 tuesday wednesday friday and sunday and all of our tours are done in period costume um so that's uh another thing that we take seriously and uh so like i said lots of free tours and florida residents always get discounts too so what is your period costume I do the Spanish period. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do about, um, I would say, 1700s. Mm-hmm. So I have a long skirt and I wear the um, the vest and uh, some comfortable walking shoes. Yeah. Very Spanish for the 1700s. Not a lot of people know, right? Yes. Yeah, the Spanish, uh, I think they um, they invented Birkenstocks. They didn't invert Croc, invent Crocs, but they're just a little ahead of the time. You will never catch yeah. me in Birkenstocks. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my students at Flagler College, that's definitely a cock. You know, they just went public. Birkenstock just went public. I, so. I, I feel like our generation, um, if you graduated sometime in the 80s, you would never wear Birkenstocks. But if yeah. you graduated in the 90s, uh, from high school, uh, that was a solid shoe. Amanda, that's a thing. Yeah. would you like to... Uh, I, I definitely graduated year 2000, and I, I couldn't afford real Birkenstocks, so I had faux Birkenstocks. <laughs> oh, faux ones. But only— um, Were they uglier than regular Birkenstocks? They're probably the same thing, maybe the same <laughs> company. They just didn't have Birkenstocks printed on them. Um, yeah, they're ugliest in, and I had them one year, and yeah. that was it for me. Yeah. 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 So, um, so, like I said, go on the website. Yeah. Uh, they also do the Creepy Crawl. Haunted Pub Tour, and they do. We do give a discount on that. That's mm-hmm. not free to local residents, but there is a big discount for that. And the food tours. Have you ever done the food tours here in St. Augustine? Yes, I have found I vaguely, restaurants rem- I didn't I even know existed. Remember one of them. Okay, 
Because there's alcohol involved. There's pairings. <laughs> there's there pairings. pairings. And, and then, um, I thought you said you always remember if bourbon's involved. I, it wasn't bourbon. No. That was my problem. It was a lot of different things. Yeah. Um, and it was a lot of good friends. And uh, the first time we went, uh, it was just Darcy and I, and it started at the social lounge. <sighs> a moment of silence for, for the, the greatest lounge, bar yeah. that's not around anymore. Um, and it ended at the social lounge. Mm-hmm. And so we sat and drank at the social lounge and ended up talking to all these people for hours. And it was so much fun. And yeah. then came back with our friends about a year later and did another one. And it was really, really yeah. fun. Well, so, the yeah. City Walks um, food and wine tours, mm-hmm. that also includes a little history as you go yep. from one restaurant to the other. It's pairings, all inclusive. And if um, your locals get 50 $50 off of that one. Uh, Florida residents get $50 off of that one too. So there's always um, discounts, discounts for teachers and things too. So, yeah. And if you want to go, listen, I, I am not a huge fan of the Knights of Lights traffic. I think it's an amazing mm-hmm. event for the city, but I'm not, but Monday nights downtown are about, it, it's a more doable night, right? Yes. Especially yes. early in the Knights of Lights that week between uh, Christmas and New Year's, however, um, I, I have. And Tuesday nights. Tuesday nights aren't bad. They're um, going home from here. Uh, Monday, I know I can make it. Tuesday's uh, uh, iffy. Yeah. Uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday are not uh, doable. In fact, we are adding a very special thing this year. It starts on Monday. Mm -hmm. We are going to have a Knights of Lights traffic reporter. We are going to have a traffic report every single night. uh, Are you setting up like a camera someplace? No, no, we have a a reporter who's going to get us pictures every night of the Knights of Lights traffic. Who's crazy enough to do that? Uh, Someone that lives downtown, John Algreen. Okay. John's going to give us that, and uh, we, he's going to give us a— Does he a, know a, he's doing this for yes, you? Yes, <laughs> yeah, we decided it's got this. Amanda knows. We've been working on the, yeah. the graphics and everything. Um, okay. We are so excited because we've never been able to really do a traffic report like the morning show. They have an amazing traffic report on the morning show. And so now we can finally compete, but we have the Knights of Lights traffic report. So, yeah. Well, we can't I, afford the copter like they can, so we're just going to do a man on the street. <laughs> Shout well, out to Clay Blasser, the morning show. Oh, he's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> He is awesome at the traffic report. Also, I wanted to mention that um, whenever I have friends in town or even the people who I'm doing tours with and I tell them about Nights of Lights, I always say come in January Mm because the lights are up through the end of January. And uh, come in January. I know you don't want to have more people in January. uh, But, you know, if you live within two hours, if you live within two hours, come over uh, in January on a Friday or Saturday night. It's nice. The problem is they know they're up in January. I well, listen. Not I, a lot of people I, do, actually. Troy and I had this idea uh, to take all of our listeners from the radio show on a trolley train. Okay. During Nights of Lights, mm-hmm. and he called. He knows the the folks on the trains and Dave Chatter. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, and they're like, "Hey, we'd love to accommodate you, but that's the time of year that every single train is a hundred percent full. Hundred percent. And I didn't. Really, and then as I started driving through town, I started noticing. Oh no, they're one hundred and ten percent full. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. And I think they even uh, do the, online reservations. Like you have to book online now and have a oh, spot and they do a time and stuff. I, I, I don't doubt it. Yeah. It's busy. Listen, every year I have to do uh, this disclaimer. Uh, Bill Lennon came up with this idea in Len Weeks and all these commissioners at the time. And I thought it was the craziest, dumbest idea I'd ever heard. For the Knights of Lights. I thought we're going to yeah. put lights on a building and people are going to come see yeah. this. And every year I just go, dude. You so missed that. They created a monster. They were so right. And you were so wrong about how much people would want to see this. Um, And so hats off to them for coming up with an amazing idea that I have to drive through. Well, you know, lots of cities do lights, but when you put lights on the architecture here. Yes. I mean, it really. It's it's awesome. It's the architecture we have, really. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As you know, because you've been 
uh, in the architecture business and building building, uh, buildings that, you know, are just gorgeous architecturally and fit in with the city and the historic work you've done. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. The historic, you cannot walk anywhere around downtown without touching something that A.D. Davis construction has done over the last 60 plus years. Best PR person I've ever had. (laughs) Best PR person. The only one you've ever had. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, you just beat everybody out of that. So yes. No, no, no. It was really, so um, kind of ghost stories. Okay. Um, this one, I, I'll do the really fun, funny one later, but this one I, we really think was real. We were doing some work, uh, reinstalling, uh, the bell in, in Trinity church tray, yeah. right? and, and the, and the tower. And so, uh, Wayne Davis, my cousin who's longtime residents here, uh, takes a tremendous amount of pictures of all of these kind of historic projects that we do. And he's up in the bell tower. Okay. Now there's a light source in the bell tower. Okay. And he's taking a couple of pictures of the framing. And if you look at Trinity's framing, you think that this is solid beams from the base of the tower to the top of the tower. When you get inside there, you realize it's almost like they're like, hey, what was left over on the ground? And we'll make a steeple out <laughs> of this. Some bubble gum yeah, and I mean, some wire. It's just, it defies logic of normal framing, right? <laughs> it On the inside, it doesn't match anything that you think of the outside look like. Um, but he took a picture of of the bell and the casing around it and the framing that we had to repair and and was up there with the structural engineer and then he and went and, and printed the pictures out. In the background in the picture, there is an image of a light flash, right? That should not be there, yeah. right? And when, when when he showed it to me, he and I were both like, "Put that away. Just go ahead and put that one back in the file, yes. right?" Um, yes. But it you it it was uh, it was a very kind of surreal thing when you looked at it, you went, wow, that's okay. Yeah. Well, I tell everybody uh, on our tours, the best way to really have an experience is to use that cell phone camera. And we always tell them, you know, take multiple pictures, just one, two, three, or one, two, three, four, really mm-hmm. quick. Because if you're going to see something, it's going to be in just one of those three or four mm-hmm. frames. So I'm sure that that was part of mm-hmm. the experience he had. It just showed up in one frame and yep. one frame only. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's really um, how you uh, have some really, uh, you know, can't be explained experiences with uh, the paranormal or the spiritual downtown or any place else. So, yeah. Yeah. So were you a, a paranormal believer before or, or like afterwards you're like, you did it for like a couple of months. You're like, okay, I have to reevaluate my. Uh... Yeah. I was always open to it. Yep. And uh, it, you can't live in this town and the history that we have and the stories that you've heard mm-hmm. and not, you know, be exposed in some way to things where you choose to believe it or not believe it. But I was always pretty open to it and have had experiences uh, before and now since doing ghost tours Mm -hmm. around town. So um, my, uh, the most significant one I had was not when I was a guide. I was actually taking a tour St. Augustine ghost experience tour uh, with a friend and we were on Treasury Street. And by the way, I think Treasury Street is the most active spot in historic district just my opinion um treasury street is pretty active because i saw a full body apparition on treasury street i was with this tour and uh, we were on treasury street and we were kind of uh, facing towards uh, charlotte street that Mm -hmm. intersection there Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden there was kind of a commotion around this family and there was a teenage boy with his cell phone and he'd been taking pictures towards charlotte street and in just one frame there is a man standing there leaning against the wall He's wearing a dark, long coat, heavy boot. He's got a hat on. 
uh, just standing there leaning against the wall and I'm looking at the spot where he's standing and there is no one there. And I'm looking at the picture in the camera and there he is and I'm looking straight at it and there he's not. And it really made me a believer. So you have to, I don't, I, I know you watch this show religiously and you've rarely missed a show. <laughs> I watch it sometimes. I comment sometimes. Yes, or just give so, me a little likes. Yeah. So um, uh, there, we're going to rerun the show, right? I think it's uh, Thanksgiving Day. Amanda, the one that talks about um, uh, we we had the Menorcans in Rusty mm-hmm. Hall. Yeah, okay. And I cannot remember the the young lady's name who um, who gets, but she's a tour guide as well. And she gave us the whole history because I did the research. There was a murder on Charlotte Street. Yes. And I'm and and I'm wondering if is that it was, Lieutenant Delaney? Yes, yes, Guillermo yep. Delaney. Yes, and that exact spot there at Charlotte and Treasury mm-hmm. is where I saw that apparition. Yeah, and so. that just kind of made me kind yeah, of wonder if that it was. Yeah, yeah. I used to think, well, maybe it was Lieutenant Delaney, but now I think uh, it was uh, one of the guys responsible for uh, that. Was cold case? Still a cold case. She tells the whole story. Yeah. All the background in it, um, the intrigue in it because of the woman that was involved, um, how the woman ended up in the Castillo, mm-hmm. um, how uh, she only had one visitor who was the governor. Yeah, okay. How she got pregnant while in the Castillo. And there was only that one There's guy. It, there. <laughs> well, you know, we don't know. I mean, we're just. I who the dad was. Uh, yeah, <laughs> mystery. That mystery that'll never be solved. Um, <laughs> like cocaine in the White House. Um, <laughs> but anyway, you know, uh, but she, that, so she tells a phenomenal story about that. Yeah. And, and was that was Michelle Reyna? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Michelle Reyna is the go-to in terms of people who know their history here. Yes. She was great. And yeah. we, we saved that show for times that we're going to take the day off. Mm-hmm. And that's a good one. So if you haven't seen that one, you'll get a chance to see it again uh, yeah. next Thursday. Yeah. If you can take one of her tours. Yeah. yeah definitely. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be, and we should have her come in and give the test too. No, well, we well, already got a man. make a test. It would probably she, she would probably make too hard of a test because she's she knows everything and she's been here. Oh, uh, was she's she been part Oregon. of the royal family? Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's part of the royal family. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, right. So that one. What's yes. another one? Uh, let's see. I um, I've been doing this ghost tour since August, and twice now I've been in the plaza, and I've uh, I stay in the same spot every time over near the corner of uh, King Street and St. George Street across from Trinity. Mm-hmm. And uh, there I talk about the executions that were took place there. Mm-hmm. And twice now I've had guests show me pictures of uh, what we call orbs, mm-hmm. light, circling me while I'm there. I've seen video and pictures of you've different colors friends. of light. Yes, in that same the spot. The thing that was really hard for you to do in high school, you've mm-hmm. now doing. Mm-hmm. And then I had some young ladies. Uh, <laughs> just, keep, like just keep right on rolling. She's so used to it. She doesn't even bat it just rolled she rolled off. Right. It's like, oh, yeah, I got uh, this. You are my only friend, just about. <laughs> actually, no, I I actually I, I went this weekend and saw James Camerari. James Camerari is a great Maria, guy. Maria um, yep. Frazier went with me. And mm-hmm. so a lot of us St. Joe people have remained friends over have, the years. So segwaying f- off into I actually, something totally different. I like different. the photo on Facebook. Yeah. I actually, I, I, I didn't write a comment because yeah. I the ones I thought Catholic of were, in a, school were inappropriate. So I left them alone. Yeah. I just put a like. <laughs> but I had some young ladies on my tour this summer and they were doing selfies. Mm-hmm. And in just one of their selfies, there was a face behind them. It was a... Uh, it was um, a little blurry, but it was definitely there. They showed me the picture and just one of the selfies they took. So uh, that was something I couldn't quite explain. They were so they were photobombed by a spirit. 
So. Amanda, have you had any instances downtown? Um, no, but I might be the reason why there are some ghost stories at Trinity. Okay, this, this <laughs> wait, should you have a lawyer present for this? So, so foreshadowing right there, for those of you that lawyer missed that. Well, I worked at Trinity, and I've told this story, I think. I worked at Trinity um, for years, and I would work the hours after, um, when nobody else was there, because homeschool mom, I was getting my, my schoolwork done with my kids, and so I would be there until like 1030 at night, wow. and I would... I wouldn't want to turn every single light on. And so I would just have like a little flashlight and I would walk from my office to the far side of the campus where the printer was and get things off the printer. And it would be, you know, dark and ghost tours would be out there. And so I'm sure there are lady in white stories of, (laughs) you know, apparitions seen at Trinity that were just me getting my Sunday school lesson off the printer. So I have not heard of any of those, but, you know, that could possibly be. I don't know. Well, I, was I don't think that you're responsible for my orbs. I want to just say that right up front. No, so. but Clay did. So I found a bottle that looked like it had been left there as some sort of tribute on a Friday the 13th. Oh. And it um, had like a cross stopper in it. It's this old style bottle. We couldn't figure out where what brand it matched or anything. And it had just a little bit of liquid in it. And so I took it so no one would break it. It was, you know, Friday night. I didn't need broken glass there on Sunday morning. Right. And so the people I was with, they opened the bottle and I was like, you don't do that. No, no. Don't do that. I was just trying to get it off the church property. And the next Sunday, Clay spotted orbs in the church after everybody had left. So I didn't see them, but Clay did. And he blames me because the people opened the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Don't open the bottle. That, um, well, there was, uh, I was working at Flagler College this last year. We had a lot of night shifts. Mm-hmm. I got some of those night shifts. So walking through the building as the last person to close up, you're walking every floor. It's 1 a.m. in the morning. a little bit of a feeling, huh? Well, you just walk through me. I'd be like, hey, guys. I'm putting the building back together, so just be nice to me tonight, right? I don't need to see any of this. I got to go home and get some sleep. And so, if there were any ghosts there, they were very nice to me, and I didn't have any issues. So, but did you ever have a situation where you know you leave for the night and you leave all your equipment in one place, and maybe you come back the next morning, and some of that stuffs maybe uh, someplace where you didn't leave it? Now, the, the situation we had was back in the '80s, and we had a crew that was working on the west side. Okay. And we had to go do some repairs in one of the dorm rooms on the east side. So you got about 30 people working on the west side of the building, maybe 50. Um, and we sent one guy over to the east side. There's nobody on the east side. There's no maintenance staff. There's nobody okay. cleaning anything. It's just him by himself over on the east side. So we sit down for lunch and he comes over and his face is just white. Just absolutely white. And he's like, okay, which one of you guys was doing it? Mm-hmm. Right, doing what? No, 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 don't joke around with me. Which one of you was doing it? And we're like, doing what? You know, and we're all sitting there, right? And this is a group of guys that if you can make fun of somebody, it's a construction site, right? It is game on, okay? And if anybody had done this, somebody would have taken credit for it because they would have wanted everyone else to know that they were smart enough to to pull this prank. Pull it off. Even though they weren't working when they were pulling the prank, right? So someone was changing the radio station. And it kept changing the radio station. And he would go back and change it and then would change it to a different radio station. And he was now completely freaked out when no one owned up to it and didn't want to go back on the east side by himself. He wanted somebody else to go with him. So apparently the ghost did not like what was being played on the radio station. 
So the TAPS guy said that whenever there's construction going on, Mm -hmm. um, then you get increased paranormal activity Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, you're messing with their space. Yep. And so I just... I'm surprised you didn't see more activity, Mike. We, we have, especially with the amount of, that we messed with their space. I mean, that was a, a huge renovation. And yeah, but I, I just didn't, I didn't really hear any stories this year either. So I don't know if they just moved to the, they also, let's move over to the west side till these guys are done and then we'll come back. I don't know. But uh, we there was one room uh, that was rumored to have a ghost in it. We had one of our employees who refused to go into that room mm. for years. If we had to do any work near the room, he was like, I'm, I'm on feet, the other side. 30 yeah. feet down the hallway, yeah. and he was, like, handing stuff to people. He just yeah. would not go in that room. And, you know, we just kind of, we were like, why won't you go in the room? And we go, hey, why don't you? We, people would leave stuff in there to try to make him go in. And he just like, I'm not going to go get that. You did that on purpose. I'm not going in there to get what it. What about I, Memorial Presbyterian? You've done, like, major work there. And that's where Henry Flagler and his first wife, Mary, are laid to we, rest. We, we so. have not seen anything in Memorial Press. Okay. Um, and You guys practically took that. We, dome and everything uh, apart and well the the work that was really i mean i about scared it's myself beautiful to death. it's beautiful well, I, I about scared myself to death in 92 because in 92 we did um an upgrade on their uh, fire protection system their ac system and i would have to go open up and lock up um so a lot of times i was going there at 5 36 o'clock in the morning and you're wandering around, and I didn't see anything. And then at night, you're going by there at six or six o'clock, six thirty at night. Eerily it's pitch black. It's yes. yeah. There's no one else around, and yeah. so you're like, you're kind of more. I was more worried about um, somebody that had decided to sleep in the bushes, or somebody that's drunk, yeah. or something from the night before. It wasn't bad. Um, our crews were all over that. The time I got scared to death is um, we went up to look at the dome in '92, and you went up through this interior staircase. You popped out through this hatch. And then you looked over and you saw the the ladder. Yeah. Well, the ladder's facing the other way, so you have to walk all around the base of like where the tall windows are. So, and it's 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 narrow. It's not bad there because the the it's about two feet wide and there's columns there between you and a fall and and so it's okay. But then I got to the ladder and the maintenance guy's like, "Go ahead and go up the ladder." It's a wooden ladder. <laughs> it's a wooden. How long ladder. has it been there? It's it. I didn't ask. <laughs> But I didn't want to seem like a wimp, so I start climbing up the ladder. Oh, and at, Well, it's not attached at the top. Oh, no. And so it's a ladder that's very vertical. So every time you kind of to lean back to get the next step up, it would come off of the wall. Oh, no. And then rock back, and then come off the wall, and then rock back. And that's when I left. I mean, I, I was so scared. I was like, if I fall, I'm going to fall about 30 feet. Then I'm going to roll down this tile roof. Then I'm going to fall another 30 or so feet. I was like, this is just not fun. And then you got to the top of it and you had to step back across the opening, mm. which was its own, you know, all of a sudden a whole nother. Oh, my gosh. I got to step back across. <laughs> I, was, I really, was up there one time. I don't yeah. think I was supposed to be. But I was up there yeah. one time uh, through that hatch. It's uh, it's. Darn. Did you go up the ladder too? I did not. No, I'm afraid of heights. So no, I wouldn't definitely not. <laughs> no, you would have stopped at the hatch. That would have been enough. I may have stopped at the hatch. Yeah. I don't quite remember. It's a little hazy, but yeah. Well, and the other, um, it, a lot of people don't know, but you found a very quiet place that you and your friends would go in high school and just kind of hang out and meditate. You want to tell everybody where that was? Oh, there were several places. Which one? Are you talking about at, at Memorial Presbyterian and about, the gardens yeah, back there? Yeah, there was also the cemetery. You would go to um, the San Lorenzo. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. just saying. You kind of have a history of this stuff. Yeah, and cemeteries, you know. 
So there, there's lots of activity to take place in cemeteries. Yeah. Amanda wants to know if you need a lawyer. <laughs> Do you want to plead the fifth? <laughs> I'm just going to say I'm getting old. I, my memory is is not what it used to be. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but, no, I, I teach at Flagler, mm-hmm. as I said. And uh, I had a student this semester. I asked her, she, she lives over in Ponce Hall. Yep. And I asked her if she'd ever had any experiences because some of the students there say, you know, oh, we felt things at night when we wake up or we've seen things or, you know, so-and-so has told us. And she told me that she was uh, recently, you know, getting ready in the morning in the mirror and uh, saw something out of the corner of her eye. And when she looked back, her mirror had completely fogged over and she was in her room, not in, in the bathroom. So, uh, so that was a little that was a little that would get my hair attention. Yeah, that so, would get my attention. Yeah, yes. yeah, that tracks with some of the stories that some of my friends who've graduated would tell me about the ghosts that they experienced when they lived on campus. Yeah, yeah, you know, they're just energy left over from all the mm-hmm. four hundred and fifty plus years of history here. It's just a lot of energy left over from but from I, all those years. I do think it's interesting you picked Charlotte and Treasury Street, right? I just that that's a very because that's one of the more famous areas, and you just that, that's just really kind of cool that that's one of the spots that you. Yeah, I'll show you terrain. a picture later. I've got a picture from one of, one of my guy, one of my guests took on one of my tours yeah. on Treasury Street. It is uh, it looks like apparition of a face along the wall there. So um, it was it was um, unusual enough that I asked her to share the picture with me because sometimes I look at the pictures people share while they're on the tour and uh, talk to them about what they might be seeing or what they might have captured. But this one was good enough. I said, please. Text that to me, and so she mm-hmm. she texted that to me. So, um, also our paranormal tours. One of our other guides asked me to mention recently a really interesting experience she had uh, on our paranormal tours. Like I said, we bring uh, along all the equipment, and they have something called a voice box, and kind of you listen uh, for that, and it kind of broadcasts um, sounds or things like that. And she was on this tour. And she had three guests on the tour. Mm-hmm. And during the tour, uh, the voice box repeated the names of all three of her guests on the tour. Um, they all heard it. And she said that was the most interesting uh, paranormal tour she's done. Uh, that They could all hear it. It was just very clear. If I go before you, and if you're still doing the tour, yes, you'll know it's me. Because that box will not shut up the entire time. <laughs> when you take that out, it's going to start chattering, and you're going to know Mike Davis is with us tonight. This goes on for the whole hour of the tour. You just, I'm turning the box off. We would have to turn it down. We would have to turn. I would turn it down at least, because <laughs> otherwise you won't get a word in edgewise. You know, I mean, I, I don't know how you host this show and get any, you know, a word in edgewise. So that's why I have to go to voice therapy. <laughs> she does. Well, actually, every once in a while when I'm tired, Amanda recognizes that. And she's like, I have my 10 minutes. And, and Amanda she brought her notes. Amanda can, can go in. on a rant. Amanda, what's the longest rant? You did a good one last week. Um, I, I've gone on a few for dolphin training stuff. Will mm-hmm. get me going. Um, the Megan Rapinoe story we talked about, I went on a sizable rant with that one. Yeah, you took um, my soapbox and yours for that one. Yep. Yeah, I just kind of sat back and went, okay, Amanda will be done here in about four or five minutes, and I'm just going to enjoy the. It was long enough. My mom was like, is Mike mad at you for talking that long? <laughs> Taking too long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, mom, do you watch the show? He never shuts up. Yes, yes. 
No, it, it, it's, uh, it is, Amanda does a great job on the show. And, and the amazing is anytime we have a guest on like yourself and she's working the, the back camera in the studio, she's able to pull up all this information and people will mention something and I think it's on the screen. Now, did Vernon ever share anything with you? Um, I don't know. I don't ever remember, um, anything, uh, with him, uh, telling stories or my mom. I mean, and they, they grew up here mm-hmm. and I think a lot of this kind of, uh, of attention to these things is, is really from the nineties on, right. The two thousands and, and some of the different shows, it all started with Ghostbusters in 1984 <laughs> and it just took a while, um, to, to get fully ramped up. Yeah. No, I mean, I've had people, you know, kind of tell me, yeah, I've seen this or I've seen that along the way. I think the light, like, so earlier, the lighthouse story was, was one of the most, Boy, that that hit, and I think that had to be one of the most popular paranormal stories. And I ever. did tune in when you had um, the young lady from the lighthouse here and mm-hmm. her experiences there. Uh, I've taken their tour before. Uh, lighthouse tours are great. Whichever mm-hmm. one you take, it's they're all they're all really good. Uh, so yes, definitely the lighthouses. I think one of the there was recently a magazine or publication that listed mm-hmm. it as one of the top five most haunted places in America. Well, I. I have to, uh, Kathy Fleming is a friend. She's no longer the executive director of no, the lighthouse. Right. right? Um, but whenever this ghost tour stuff started, right. I was talking to her one day and, and that show had, had happened. So all these people want to go walk those stairs at night. They want to see if the same thing will happen to them. Right. Yeah. And she said, if people that ran other museums, legitimate museums knew how many people we were, <laughs> we were walking through here at night. Yeah. Because of the paranormal story, right? They would might not ever talk to me at the museum function. <laughs> she, she was like, I, "I just have to tell you," she said, "We're we're making a lot of money off of this, yes. and but at the same time, the museum aspect of me is like, we're making money off of this." <laughs> Which I think today it's all just kind of accepted, right? People are like, "Yep, that's." I mean, if you want to go see the Castillo at night, I've never seen the inside of it at night. I bet that is an amazing tour. At well, night. they do the torch lights. Um, every mm-hmm. now and then, I think they have something coming up recently, or they just recently had something. Uh, mm-hmm. But definitely, they do a lot of really great events there, and they do some nighttime events there, yeah. some torchlight tours, or at mm-hmm. least they used to before COVID. Uh, they, uh, our company, does history tours for school groups there, mm-hmm. just of the Castillo. Yep. Um, so it's. Uh, but that is, that's, we do our paranormal tours there. I mean, there's been a lot of wars fought there at that fort, although it's never been taken in battle, as you know. Never. Yep. Never been taken in battle. So uh, it's well, protected there, the town pretty well. And there's a lot of horror stories involved. I mean, there's a lot of stories. And, and um, uh, Raina actually talked to us about that, that, you know, some of the stuff was, was true. Some of it was embellished over time. Mm-hmm. But if you've had prisoners staying somewhere, I mean, there's angst and, you know, all kinds of stuff going yeah. on there. I, I think some of that maybe hangs around a place. So, right, yeah. right, right. And even, you know, there's you know, unsanitary conditions there. Disease runs rampant during mm-hmm. back during the 1700s and 1800s. So uh, people lost their lives, not just from uh, musket fire there. So, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Oh, well, disease probably more than musket fire. Yeah. Amanda, what is the entire, and when do you teach homeschooling for paranormal? What what year is that in semester? What, paranormal stuff? Yeah, when do you guys teach that? Um, we don't. <laughs> we talk about spiritual stuff all the time, though. I mean, I don't think that it's, some people say that 
uh, belief in ghosts or spirits or anything like that is against the Bible. I don't agree with that. And I actually had a conversation with Father Matt a couple of weeks back on the show about that. So mm-hmm. yeah. right around Halloween. Yep. Right before. Right. For some, some people of faith were upset. Kids were dressing up for Halloween. Yes. I was like, just take the candy and run. <laughs> Wait, it's just candy. It's a costume and candy. They're kids. Yeah. Yeah. We always did. Now the costumes we had back in the day were those plastic ones you bought from like the drugstore with the plastic mask with the edges yes. so sharp they would cut your face yes. and scary. and they would you would just sweat like crazy mm-hmm. in those things mm-hmm. and uh if you were lucky you had a grandma that would make one of your costumes for you oh yeah you had yeah. homemade costumes Host- everybody homemade had homemade ones. costumes costumes were too expensive nobody could afford one back then yeah. i think one year i decided to go as tarzan um, and that might have been the year that it was like 27 degrees. That on was Halloween. your sophomore year of high school. I remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> that loincloth. Yeah, that, it was that, too big for was, you. Yeah, but whatever, it was way too big. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, it's just, you, you, know, you kind of went through some of those and, and you just did the best you could with it. But I remember, um, and I think this year was a little cooler on Halloween. But there were some years that, that Halloween was like 90 degrees, and yes. there was years that Halloween was in, and for us, it was in the 30s. I remember having to wear a coat over my costume mm-hmm. one time. That was a real bummer. Yeah, I like, so, I, but I, I hate but we got the costume all made. You got to wear a coat. You'll catch a cold. Yes. You got to wear a coat. Yeah. I decided to be Kermit the Frog one year, mm-hmm. and uh, I had the great idea to wear like swim fins, <laughs> and I had to walk around my whole neighborhood, and those, it was a bad choice, those, those swim fins. How did stairs do with the swim fins? Oh. I, I have trouble with stairs now. Yeah. You know, I fall up and down stairs all the time now, much less with swim fins mm-hmm. on. But yeah, it took a long time to walk around the neighborhood with those swim fins on. So, yeah. yeah. So I found the video that Clay sent me of the orb in the church, if you want to see it and give your professional opinion on it. Yeah. Sure. Here, I'm going to. Boom. Here we go. So here we go. Uh, if you pay attention to the middle of the screen, you'll see an orb pop up. And you could say, okay, well, that's light coming through the windows, but then it moves off and goes in between the pews. So no. there it goes. Yeah, there it's moving. Yeah. So that's the video that. And what color is that, would you say? So this is black and white, so we don't know what color the light was. Okay, because I saw um, a, little, like yeah. a little flash of light. Um, We're getting yeah. a lot of. I would call it lime green mm-hmm. lights in St. Augustine right now. I, over the summer, I saw some more orange, but right now I've got lime green lights showing up on Treasury Street, the plaza, uh, on the bayfront. So um, what is the significance of lime green? I don't know. I don't know. But I've, I've getting a lot of people getting pictures of that. Of lime maybe Amanda, green. Yeah. I'll see if yeah. I can find something. See if you can Amanda's find something. Amanda's going to look up lime green. I had uh, a whole story on mood rings and I'm really saving for Troy tomorrow. <laughs> but all of a sudden it was like there's there's color definition. So I was trying to see uh, and there's no green. There's yeah. no green lime green listed. So I was just curious if that was a. Yeah. It's just like I said, it seems to be showing up more and more and more. And over the summer I was getting some orange or what looked like even like clear bubbles and some things like that. Mm-hmm. Streaks that were more uh, light looking streaks. Um, but yeah, I get 
the things I've seen since I started, just since August. I only started since will August. Will make your hair turn red. It will make it turn red. I forget my hair, hair is red. <laughs> I, I colored my hair in August, too, and I forget. And sometimes people, I wave at them, and they act like they don't know who I am. And, and it's that, because I have red hair. weird person waving yes, at me? Yes, it'll be blonde again after the first of the year. So That's right. I said hello to somebody the other day that I've known for a while, and they're like... Because you're gray? I didn't know who you... <laughs> Gray. Boy, it took you 51 minutes to work that in, but uh, well played. I was trying Well to played. <laughs> well, it took you a little while to work in the red, so you're going to go come after me for well the red hair. Played. So. Ooh, yes. This is why we were mm-hmm. friends in school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a whole... There's a whole color psychology about ghost orbs and the meanings of their color. So bright green, if you need healing, this orb will will pop up. Green is the color of medicinal herbs. You may see one of these orbs if you are mentally or physically unwell. That explains it. <laughs> <laughs> ding, Amanda, ding, if you ding, made ding, that ding, up, ding, you get a raise. You 100% get a raise if you oh made that up. Oh, my gosh. Well, that so, is too, that's on the nose, right? That's on the nose. I mean, say that the world is kind of hurting right now. And probably that's why it's only happening on my tour. <laughs> <laughs> So, but there's all kinds of colors. So if you have any other frequent colors. What other? What about orange, Amanda? Does it say anything yeah, about orange? Orange. So dark orange or bright orange? Kind of like a burnt orange. Okay. So a murky or dark orange. This is a warning or a warning orb made of pure energy. It's not typical energy, but a spirit or a ghost. The manifestation is a warning about specific places. You must not enter or certain events. If Whoa. this is a person's aura, you are being told whether or not to associate with that individual. The aura can also be carried by a spirit experiencing a negative turn or difficult times. Well, I was standing in the place where the executions took place in the plaza, so that will probably yeah. make sense for the orange orbs, yeah. which it right. Were, what was showing warning. up there. So, Well, and I can see that the green, I mean, our world definitely needs some healing right now. <laughs> I mean, on the scale of healing, we're, uh, our healing tank is empty. We could yeah. use some of that right yeah. now. So. That's that's for sure. Yeah. That's for sure. Barbara Jean defended me. Aw. I know. The first, I feel so. For the gray hair? Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> she said it's chrome, damn it. <laughs> Chrome dome? Is that what you're claiming now? <laughs> no, no, no. Not not bald. Not bald. We have those people on the morning show. Oh, is that what yeah. chrome dome stands for? <laughs> I never knew that. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. Davey is not one of them. No. <laughs> he is not. Oh, my god. Now, gosh. are you going to be out for light-up night or no? Yes. Uh, uh, Home Again St. John's has their Knights of Light celebration. Um, it's the... The uh, the biggest uh, fundraiser we have of the year. Um, they, we've done a phenomenal job in that, and um, tickets are hard to come by this year. So there are a few people that are a little upset at us, but um, it is it, we are very fortunate to have sold that out rather quickly this year. Um, so I will be um, I will be down at the government house. Yeah. Um, we'll be there um, celebrating that. We're trying to raise some money. We've got a a building to build, uh, maybe two to build, um, because we have money for um, a veteran center from the state and we have money from the county uh, for a local center um, that will also uh, be 25% veteran housing. So yeah. yeah, so we're working through all of those things, but yes, we could use the support and the money. Well, if you can't make it, please donate and we have other fundraisers coming up later in the year. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be a busy weekend. It is going to be a really busy weekend and Monday we premiere our Night of Lights reporter. Yeah. Yep. I am so excited for yep. our traffic reporter on Monday. 
Now, is are you going to have video from that? Is oh, that yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. You got to have a video, video feed? Video, audio, the whole night. It is going to be awesome. If you want to know what the traffic is like every single night, we're going to be able to tell you. I do know what the traffic is like every single night, Tony. Somebody tell me that? I don't think I do. So, uh, okay, you want to hear this version of it. You okay. definitely do. Okay. We have been working on ways to talk about the traffic. It's going to be awesome. Okay. Meetings, all kinds of things going. Um, you're touring all all through the, um, if somebody wants, if somebody's one of our listeners wants to go on one of your tours, how can they let them know? Yeah, when they if just they're call just up? tuning in. Yeah. Um, if you are looking for something uh, fun to do, if you are a St. John's County resident, you can do free tours. Tour St. Augustine, which is the city's longest running receptive tour mm-hmm. company. Uh, they are offering free ghost and paranormal tours. And that happens Monday, Tuesday, uh, Wednesday, and um, Thursday nights. Our free tours for St. John's County residents, and those are uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday nights are the Ghostly Experience, which is a family-friendly walking tour. It's about 90-minute walking tour. And then the paranormal free tours are Wednesday, Thursday, and those take place at the mm-hmm. Castillo. We usually meet uh, near there, and uh, that's free tours for St. John's County residents as well. And then starting this weekend with uh, Light Up Night, uh, actually, starting um, Tuesday after Light Up Night, we're going to be doing, Terrence and Augustine's doing a uh, free tours, 6.30 p.m. Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. And this is a one-hour tour. It's free to the general public, and it has to do with history plus St. Augustine holiday facts. Awesome. So uh, that, uh, I know Amanda's got that phone number up there, which is 904-825-0087. And then the website that you can visit to book is tour, S-T-A-U-G, toursaugh.com. And uh, you can just call, just show your ID and let them know. And those are free. So be a tourist in your own town for free. There's, uh, There's plenty of things to do around here for free. And take advantage of that. So, yeah. um, Thank you for coming on. Uh, before I say goodbye to you, a couple of things. Uh, someone asked about, is the traffic reporter going to be from the story? Team? No, because Clay has uh, several jobs in the evening that he does. So we could not book him. And we couldn't afford him. He was just, we cost way too much money to get Clay. Um, <laughs> but we, we got somebody you're going to love. Um, and this was a great show because out of this, we have a tour test. That we're going to have to get done and uh, and do that. So I'm mm-hmm. going to work on the tour test. And we and Amanda has started a Ghostbuster viewing party for the next Ghostbusters <laughs> with the 904 Now crew. So Yay. that's going to be really fun. And we found an amazing guy who I've known for a long time. Yep. Um, so we have all of those fun things. Bring the kids out. I'm going to bring, bring all the, the kids, kids out. out. Yeah. They're not kids yeah. anymore. Emailed you that um, color psychology. I emailed Great. it to Mike so he can forward it to you. Okay. I'll share uh, the picture I have from one of my recent tours. Uh, there on Treasury Street. Like I said, I think it's a pretty active spot in town. That's awesome. All right. okay. Thank you for coming on. Thank Thanks you. for having us. Really fun, as always. Great Thank to you. see you. Um, the morning show will be on in the morning with uh, the Storedom Traffic Report. They've got weather. If you have a second, they'll do that. Um, so all of those great things in the morning with Pete and, and uh, Troy and Davey and Clay. Uh, and we'll be here tomorrow night. We've got trivia tomorrow mm-hmm. night. Amanda, you're back, right? I'm back. We're back. Are you defending your title? No, Blake is defending his title. Yep. Blake is defending his title. So I'll have to find some math questions. Blake loves those as much (laughs) as you do. All right. This is the Mike Davis Show. We'll be back tomorrow night.